Welcome to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. I'm Linda Riches and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. Um, we've got Dr. Kevin Wilson. Hi, Hi. Kevin. Hi, and yeah. we've got Ben Farrer. Hi, Ben. Hi. Both my academic skills advisor colleagues here today. And we thought we'd sort of tackle... Um, a situation for a lot of students about when you transition from FE, so from further education, you're transitioning into HE. It's a slightly tricky one to define as a certain set of students because lots of students come to UWS from lots of different routes. So you might have come from a college, have done a course and then be going directly into second or even third year um kevin i'm not sure can you get students yeah, into so, third year? There's some there are some some areas uh, some subjects where you go straight into third year yeah so if you're going straight into a course that can feel quite daunting because you're not starting at the very beginning with uws you've maybe got some knowledge and then you've gone further into the course so you're going into second or third year but that can bring with it quite a few sort of issues and uh, not problems but things that you need to think about so we thought we'd maybe address that today and just have a little think about that and maybe offer a little bit of advice um i guess maybe if we start with you ben when students come from fe when they come from different routes and they're coming maybe into a course at a later point at uws what makes it more difficult for a, for a student to sort of adjust to that? Are there certain things that make that naturally a bit more difficult? Um, I mean, obviously, jumping in at a higher level is going to be, you know, more more challenging than kind of having that period. Um, you know, first year and, and that kind of thing, you know, it is challenging and, and it's not an easy thing. But obviously, there is a step up in, in terms of what's expected in you in those kind of latter years. Um, so you, you just kind of have to be aware of that. Um, also, you know, you'll also probably be in, particularly if you are coming in on sort of second or third year, you're going to be in with other students who maybe did start in first year and kind of mm. have that. So there's all of the kind of um, just matriculation and sort of getting used to things, you know, even just stuff like, you know, working out how the library works, working out how things work at UWS and that kind of thing. These are things that you're going to have to work out how to balance with your studies and that kind of thing. Um, the key thing to remember, though, is, is you know, it is, it is difficult. It is difficult. But, you know, any kind of entry into university is always difficult. You know, this is degrees are tough. You know, it, it's a challenging thing to take on. So while it will be hard, every student will, will struggle with something, no matter what level they're entering in and that kind of thing. Um, the, the key thing really, and it's a difficult thing to figure out, but it's almost trying to work out what you don't know and trying to try and sort of make an assessment of, the things that you can see on the horizon that you're not necessarily comfortable with. So I know Kevin's got some sort of more specific examples, but you know, just sort of general stuff like, have you done referencing before? Have you done, you know, your independent research before and that kind of thing? Um, you know, have you ever done, you know, a university library search and that kind of thing? It sounds obvious, but it's not something that everybody's kind mm. of naturally done. And there are ways and means of, of doing it. That's why we often have librarians coming into courses and that kind of thing and offering sessions on that kind of stuff. So I would say the the important thing, and I think the way to deal with it is be mindful 
of the fact that there will be gaps in your knowledge. There will be things that you, you won't necessarily know how to do. And it's important to really kind of take control of your own learning and be proactive in trying to address those. You know, obviously we're the academic skills team. We're very happy to help you with those kinds of things. If you've never done these certain things before. So like for, for instance, you know, you've never say written a report or something like that. You can come and see us and we'll run you through how to do that. And you can look mm. at the resources and that kind of thing. But it's really about figuring that out. Um, I mean, just logistically, when you think about the FE sector, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of colleges and, you know, thousands if we're including international students and that kind of thing. Um, and there are hundreds and hundreds of universities and every single one is slightly different. So everyone mm -hmm. will come in with a slightly different set of skills and every university will accept, expect something slightly different from you. So yeah. it's very natural that there will be things gap. It's not a fault with you as a student. It's just the way that it happens. Yeah. Um, but the way to deal with it is, you know, be mindful of what's coming up try and plan ahead. And if you're aware that something is coming up that you, you've you never had experience with or that kind of thing, you know, be proactive in reaching out to us or reaching out to your tutors or talking to other students about it, because that's really the way that you navigate those those road bumps. Yeah. And do, do you think, Kevin, do you think that will be surprising to, to some of those students? You know, you sort of think, oh, well, I've done referencing at college or, you know, I know about, you know, having evidence and, and it's surprising when they come to UWS and they find it's a bit different. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, and I say this as somebody who went to college at the very, very start of my learning journey. I think I've, I've covered all the bases. It's almost as if I was preparing for this <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? I've literally done it all. <laughs> done it all. Every kind of learning you can think of, I've done it. So, you know, I, I made a transition a long time ago from, from college to uni, and, and I know and I know now as well as a teacher um, at a university where they where the kind of big steps and, and kind of gaps can be. And certainly if a student comes to speak to me and they say that I'm coming from college, and I had somebody recently saying they were coming from college, what was the main thing you would want me to think about? Probably the main thing I would think would be would be the evidence, the type of things that you're reading to support you, your writing. That's, you know, if you can get to grips with that, get to grips with finding good evidence, using it, uh, building it in your own writing, that and then referencing it, which is the, is the process that you're indicating about the, the evidence you've used. But really, the evidence is, is the key point with all of this. So if you're reading the right things, understanding the, the expectations at university, that's the, that's the main thing I think that's going to improve the quality of your writing in, in, the, in the quickest way. And it's not easy because, you know, particularly for students maybe coming at second or third year, other students might have had a wee bit more time to get used to using the library systems and, and reading different types of things like books and academic journals and stuff like that. But, you know, certainly not impossible. I think one of the things is, you know, some sometimes the, the, the evidence that, you're, that you use at college can be, you know, a lot more wide ranging and, 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 and uh, assessors might accept different forms of evidence, whereas students sometimes are unaware that making a transition to uni, that there's a... That, you can be much more, the uh, markers can be much more strict about the types of evidence that you use mm. and that some types of evidence, some types of reading, particularly websites and news websites and stuff like that, just that aren't seen as acceptable um, or, or credible enough to be used in, in, in a piece of work. And sometimes that can be a, a slight, slight kind of shock to students when they, when they get a first assignment back. And that would be always be one of the, if we're talking about really specific points to think about as you make the transition would be the first thing. And the other thing is just, just reading higher uh, higher forms of evidence, so to speak, should help you to start to to improve the quality of your writing. Start to think about how your writing should look. And um, no, not that we're trying to replicate an, a, a kind of peer reviewed academic journal, 
please have a look at her. I listen to her podcast on evidence types, if that doesn't make sense to you, but, you know, and you're writing, but it can help to, you know, the, the more of this type of writing that you read, I think the more that you're writing can start to, to come up to a, a specific level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's important as well that, that we are talking about this because, you know, a lot of times when students come from college, particularly ones who are coming directly into one of the later years, it's not the content that they're, that, that they're, that they have to fill in gaps on because they're coming into second or third year because they know the same amount from their college course as other second and third years. But it's it's the, the learning practices and the assessment practices are different. And really that's mm. an academic skills uh, to some extent area. So it's sometimes these background skills that we teach that that they need to advance on in order to bring them up to the, to the same level as other students. The content, usually in my experience, that they're, they're fine with and they, they know just as much as uh, as their peers uh, who've been through the other levels of degree. It's just that trying to understand all these things that Ben was, was talking about that, that they might need to, that there might be some gaps in. And as he said, perfectly right, that there's that there's no, well, that's no error in anybody's part. It's just... No area that needs filled in in order to kind of make the progression and uh, transition a lot smoother. So would you say, Ben, that, you know, if you're a student in that position, you need to be quite consciously, quite proactive about what what you need to be thinking about, you know, that you need to proactively realise that, you know, maybe referencing that the way you've done it in the past is not the way it's done here and sort of seek out that that support. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I absolutely what Kevin was just saying, you know, you, you will come into university with some knowledge of, of the content of the course, most likely. Um, sometimes not, you know, sometimes you'll be doing a transitional thing or something like that. But quite often you'll come in with some kind of content knowledge. And that's not necessarily where um, the focus is in terms of skills that need to be developed. It's often the, the less visible things, um, you know, like spotting kind of referencing things like, you know, advancing and that kind of thing. And, you know, it, it's a natural part of the progression in the sense of, you know, university is a step up uh, mm. in terms of those kinds of things. So, like you say, you know, being proactive and and just realizing that, you know, there are going to be things that are going to have to work at a higher level and, and that kind of thing. I mean, again, you know, I, I completely agree. It's very, very hard to say, you know, write an academic assignment if you've never seen what an actual piece of academic work looks like in terms of, you know, the end product of, say, a journal article or an academic book or something like that. And even just exposing yourself to to that kind of thing, you know, having a look at like, oh, okay, this is how, you know, this essay is embedding evidence into it by using the citations and that's how they're using it. Oh, this is what a reference list actually looks like when it's finished and that kind of thing. Um, is, is important. The other thing, which is, you know, perhaps even more invisible, are skills like, you know, managing your time, um, being, you know, working autonomously on your studies and that kind of thing. You know, a lot of colleges and that kind of thing, when you're doing your assignments, you'll maybe have multiple drafts of that assignment. You might do a lot of the work mm-hmm. in class and that kind of thing. Um, you know, your tutor might kind of be giving you fairly regular feedback. That's often not so much the case at university. At university, it's a lot more autonomous. You're left a lot more to kind of try and work by yourself to sort this stuff out. There is support. There's obviously us in terms of Mm. academic skills support. Um, There's also peer support. And I always recommend that students, you know, keep in touch with your course mates. If you're all working on the same assignment, you know, use each other for proofreading and for just, you know, general sort of support and figuring out what you're doing and that kind of thing. WhatsApp groups, Teams, Outlooks, whatever, and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's more autonomous, even with all those kinds of things. It's just how university works. And so, 
if that's something that you know you haven't done before, and if particularly if you're jumping in at like, you know, say third year and your first essay is going to be like 3,000 words as opposed to like 800 or 1,000 words or that kind of thing, um, that is going to take more management of your time. That's going to take more management of your resources and you're going to have more things to consider on top of the work just being at a higher level. So, you know, just be aware of the fact that it, it is a step up and, you know, a lot of the things that can potentially catch you out can actually be addressed very, very early on if you take a sort of very honest a, a approach to you know, what you're good at, what you're not so good at, where you've struggled in the past, and the things that you think might trip you up um, later on down the line. And that gives you the best possible chance for success. There will always be curveballs. There will always be stuff that you can't see coming. But as long as you can prepare as well as you can for the stuff that you can see coming, that maximizes your chance of success. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that's, you know, you made some really good points there about, you know, it is much more independent study. There's not going to be someone there asking you why you've not handed in that piece of work. You know, it won't it won't even really be mentioned in, in, in the way that you might have had it mentioned when you were at college. So um, on the face of it, whilst that might sometimes seem great, you know, on, on the other hand, it's, it's about managing that time a lot better, which can be really tricky. And I think also when you're in second or third year, you know, other people assume that you've been at, the university for a few years so they you know they assume that you know how everything works so you know you've got to kind of speak up a bit and say actually I'm direct entry and you know this is all new you know yeah. never and, never ever let the phrase stupid question enter into your head if you yeah. need to know ask mm -hmm. exactly yeah. exactly yeah definitely definitely ask any final thoughts on that Kevin that you would sort of say to, especially as you've kind of come through that um that route you know can you remember what was the most difficult thing for you when you came through that route from sort of college to uni? Um, I think it was, again, you know, uh, probably the expectations of, of, of the, the switch between different forms of writing. I think I kind of repeat mm -hmm. myself a bit, but what, what was expected and, and what, what I should be aiming towards. And, you know, like Ben said, it's so hard to do unless you, you have, you know, if you don't have something to work to, from or you don't have experience of what it should look like, that is... You know, I still remember my first ever essay and, and just being, you know, you know, totally puzzled as to what, what form it should take or how I should do it, how I should write it and stuff like that. And, you know, that that comes a lot from, you know, just, you know, doing it in another way at college and then before that at school. And, you know, I, I think just for, for any students coming um, from any level of further education who have any of these concerns or doubts or feel like they're, you know, in the deep in the deep end a bit, and you know, this is, you know, most of all, what we are here for as, mm. as academic skills advisors, like, is to fill in these gaps and and help people advance these kind of these little areas of skills, these little skills and pieces of knowledge which help you succeed in in terms of the content. Because like, you can have a super amount of knowledge, but if you don't re reflect it in the right form in your written assessment, it doesn't always hit the target and so if we can come in at some point and or you can come and seek us out and we're not hard to find right you can come and find <laughs> us we're and, all over the place uh -huh, <laughs> and ask it and ask it something which in a half hour appointment we can clarify some points about your writing which then mean that you fit it into the right type of structure and then it fits the expectations of university level assessment it means that you've went you've not had to do any further researching or, or or know the topic any better but what you're doing is um submitting it and in, 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 the, in the correct format in terms of 
what, what the marker is going to be looking for. And really, that's that's a big, a huge part of what we do. And, and for students coming from from college in that way and who may have these doubts, I, I, can't, I can't stress enough the, the importance of, of coming trying to find us. And and also, you know, the other thing is to you know to add here is this the, the fact that we're working in group appointments all at the time. Mm, yeah. And I think the benefit of group appointments is that. I know myself there'll be lots of groups of people who'll be coming from college right and they'll be coming you'll know people from college so you'll all be coming with a similar set of questions that's perfect that's a perfect setup to come and sort out a group appointment with an academic skills advisor and ask right there's five of us who've just come in second or third year you know we've got an assessment coming up we're not really sure what's been asked about and what we can do as advisors is fit you in for maybe an hour somewhere and have a real good discussion thinking about these kind of that transition and what might have been acceptable or what might be the expectations for a college written piece and what the differences are going to be for 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 a university piece you know and i think i would really push the idea of group appointments for students uh, coming from college if you've got a few years who, who've got some questions like because it can be really it can be really useful um because we can focus if you've got lots of different students in, in second or third year who've all got, you know, some have studied previous at uni, some have been at college, you can't make it specific to that. But if you come along as a group of people making that transition, then we can really look to address that, um, those kind of steps up. Yeah, yeah. So get get your groups together. And you can do that by just emailing us at skills at uws.ac.uk. You can just say, would like to book a group, group appointment and we can set that up for you. And as Kevin says, it's quite a good way to sort of, for us to help you unlock the door to, to some of the, the mysteries of uh, university study. The other thing, I'll just sorry, just to hop in on that, mm. um, I totally agree. I think that's a great point about group appointments. The other thing is the webinars that we run are also a very good shout, yeah. particularly when we're talking about like trying to figure out what you think the issues are going to be. Just coming along to say, you know, a webinar on academic writing or a webinar on referencing or something like that. And listening to what other students are asking, students who've maybe been, you know, around a bit longer and that kind of thing, you know, hearing those questions, you actually find out, oh, they're asking that. I don't know that either. And you actually get that. So they can be quite a good resource as well. Yeah. And those, yeah, and that's a good plug for those because they are usually the first week of every month um, and we advertise those. So, yes, certainly welcome to come along to those Q&As as well. So hope that's been helpful for people and put some minds at rest and encourage you to come in and use us. Remember, you can always book a one to one or, as we said, a small group appointment. And if you've got any feedback or anything that you want to ask us to blether about, then just drop us a line at skills at uws.ec.uk. Thanks for listening.